0: Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number Three. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Quip, better oral health made simple. Visit getquip.com/macvoices to get your first refill free. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we're into our holiday gift guide, the annual Mac Voices holiday gift guide shows. This show is going to be an all-Minnesota show, which was really not kind of planned. It just sort of happened, but I like it. I like it. So you guys know the rules. Um, We do four rounds of one gift each for each participant. Um, We try to avoid what previous panels have picked so that you, the listener and viewer, get fresh picks every time so you go out and spend your money and stimulate the economy and make people happy. And that could be someone you love or someone that you see when you look in the mirror, because sometimes the gifting is all about giving to yourself. So let's go around the room, find out who's here, and uh, we'll then get to the the good stuff. Um, First up, Mr. Charles Edge is back after way too long an absence. Charles, it's great to see you. Thanks for being here. It's good to see you too, Chuck. Thanks for having me. It's been too long. It has been too long. And and I I should ask, what you've been up to? Anything interesting? (laughs) Nothing.
1: I I am the least interesting person on the planet. I have a teenager, so I'm reminded of that daily.
0: (laughs) Ah, okay. Okay, I get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, next up, doing sort of a tag team thing this year, um, L. Newman first. Elle, welcome. Good to have you.
2: Thanks, Chuck. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, we missed seeing you at Talk this year, but hopefully next year.
2: Yeah, sorry about that. I, it kind of snuck up on me, and I forgot to take any time off for it.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> since they didn't have it in person, you know, it's just one of those well, it was
3: it was half in person, and we, we could have, if we had really had our act together, we could have made it, but
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: I,
2: I miss seeing true. you too, was the proper response. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: edit, edit <that> in. <laughs> so somebody get those cue cards, right? And beside her, of course, chiming in Mr. Brett Terpstra, Brett, it's great to see you.
3: It is really good to see you Chuck. It, it has been a while.
0: Yeah, it has been. Uh, am I right? Um, didn't you start a new gig?
3: I did. I started working at Oracle uh, and then, after a couple months of that, you invited me to show up for Mac Voices live and I just kept uh, kept not having my Tuesday evenings free, but I'm gonna do that.
0: Okay, well, you're always welcome. And you know that, that's what the whole live show is about. It's just showing up when it suits you and when they're, the topic interests you. so you know you're always welcome. Thanks, Chuck. So, those are our panelists, and that means now that we get to the good stuff. And so, if it's okay with you all, I'm just going to keep the same order, because that makes it a little easier for me to remember who we are and where we are. So, Charles, that means you get the first pick of round one.
1: Sweet. Okay, I did not see, as I throw things off my desk, I did not see on this on the list, but anyone who's used any of Stephen Wolfram's products um, or likes programming weird stuff in weird ways, I would say Combinators by Stephen Wolfram is a phenomenal book. It's got just a little bit of history. And if, if you're interested in kind of how computing evolved right around the World War II era, and you like reading a mystery, he kind of combines computer science and a mystery about what happened to this guy who invented this thing and it's just a fascinating uber nerdy read. So Combinators by Stephen Wolfram.
0: So Charles is this I mean is this a novelization a fact fact-based novelization or just a flat-out novelization with some with some tech overtones?
1: I would say it's tech with novelization overtones. Like there are charts and graphs that <laughs> <laughs> so um and there's even code in lisp of all languages which is one of the best languages if you want to make your own named after you which he does in the book so uh,
0: that's that's that okay there's a new one I did, I did not know Wolfram had pu- published uh, a a book novel whatever whatever it is so that's great that's great. It's interesting. It. We we seem to have already we've have have had a number of book picks this year. And I think there are more coming too. So
1: yeah, that's I'll try to make that my only book pick unless you want to buy one of my books, in which case. <laughs> but I won't I won't try to pimp those.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> you'll get to do that at the end of the show. That's Aww. oh that's great. So Elle, what's your first pick for round one?
2: Okay. My first, my first pick is um, well, we'll just say it's tech adjacent. In that you would carry it along with your computer when you go places, probably. And um, I love having the right bags to carry all of my stuff, like the right size. And there's a company, Blue Q, that makes really durable and um, quirky bags that I'm going to hold up a bunch cause they're different sizes. So like a pen bag and this one says the cause of death, small talk. So you, it
0: kind <laughs> of
2: that, you know, if you want to make a statement like that in your workplace, which I do. So <laughs> it's, but then there's like larger sizes there's a, Go and look if you know somebody in your life that has bags and just carries a bunch of stuff. So if you have, like, papers, you can see it just says random crap on it. <laughs> I am delighted by these daily. And um, even though clearly I have several, I didn't just uh, buy them to pimp them tonight. Um, I would still be delighted to get more. So. <laughs> For your quirky friends who use pens
0: so what are your what are your co-workers reactions to some of the ones that seem to be rather pointed maybe at them
2: oh <laughs> well <laughs> so you might not know this but i work in a local yarn store and the owners are uh very very sassy women they would stock stuff like this there. So the, the reactions are quite good in my case. However, I would say, like, they knew what they were getting into and they hired me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's it. That's, a, I mean, we've had bag picks before, but nothing that uh, was communicative uh, in that <laughs> sense. <laughs> so.
2: It's a statement. I feel like I need it's- one
1: that, I, I feel like I need one that says "bag of holding."
2: Just throwing that. Yeah, out. Bag of go. bag of holding. <laughs> I I don't know if they have one that says exactly that, but I do believe they take suggestions for their new bags to come. So, or you could just market your own. Not that you have to give them your great idea.
0: Well, Charles, you should be able to come up with a lot of good suggestions.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean that one will make me. A thousandaire, at least.
2: A thousandaire. You can make tens of dollars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dozens. Dozens dozens of dollars. There you go. That's a phrase I've never heard before. Dozens of dollars. Yeah. Mm, I like it. Okay. Well, again, you know, I I, I love these gift shows because I never know what's coming. And I use that as a segue to ask Brett for his first pick of round one.
3: But you do know what's coming because I ran it by you at the beginning beginning of the show. I am super happy to be the person who gets to pick the new Apple TV remote. It is such an improvement over the previous version of the Apple TV remote that anyone who owns an older Apple TV and didn't get the new remote with it, you can pick them up. I think it's 60 bucks. Uh, send it to wh- whoever's been, you know, cursed with the old only touchpad only version and make oh, their this. make their year. It's, it's a, a, a major upgrade. And I can't say... It's one of those things where Apple fixed something they screwed up pretty bad to begin with, but they screwed it up badly enough that the new version seems like a huge upgrade. They got to where they should have been to start with but they made themselves look good doing it.
0: So were you one of those people that really hated the old version or is this just an improvement over something that was already accepted?
3: Yeah. No, I had a certain amount of hatred for the old version. Um, It, it, yeah, there are quite a few things about it that bothered me, not the least of which is I smashed two of them because the whole thing is glass and you drop it on the wrong corner and your remote shatters um, the new one won't do that.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's definitely. Plus a,
3: it, I don't have you. Do you have one? Have you seen n- it?
0: I've seen it, but I have it, not done. Um, don't have one. Instead
3: of like just one big trackpad under your thumb, it actually has a circle uh, where, where you can click on the top, right, bottom, left, uh, and use it as arrow. Center still functions as a trackpad. Like you can still flick to move the cursor around and you can use you can run your thumb around the circle and it works like a click wheel on an old iPod so you can do like uh like uh frame by frame rewinds by like running your finger in a circle around it plus they moved the Siri button off to the side um it gets a little thicker which is also nice it gets lost a lot less easily uh but the Siri button is no longer as easy to accidentally hit and yeah it's it's got a power button it, the next time i buy a tv the one requirement will be that it's compatible with the apple tv remote so that the power button can actually turn on my tv and like the mute and volume buttons will work which is the fault of my tv not the apple remote uh but yeah it it's it's everything i wanted
0: hmm, okay good yeah i'd you know, I, that's interesting. I never even thought about a new Apple TV or the remote as being a gift pick this year. And that's a little... Oh, well,
3: that's the beauty, is that the the new remote works with the old TVs. So yeah. you can upgrade, or you, you like the old Apple TVs, so you can upgrade an Apple TV 3 or 4 without having to buy a whole new TV to get the new remote.
0: Okay, good pick. Good pick. And I like the fact that if you already invested in the Apple TV, you're not suggesting that you have to do the upgrade. You just do right. the upgrade for the part that really bugs you. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Um, so reaching out, as folks that watch these gift guide show, shows know, you know, I'm the one that has to come up with four picks for each show. So that's always always a challenge. Um, this time, I'm going to cheat and, and recommend, well, I'm going to let you pick the model. Of, of which one you think will suit you best. But if you're in the market for some uh, some low-cost security cameras for your home, the Wise cams are outstanding. Um, 30 40 bucks, and you can get into these very cheaply. In fact, one may be even a little cheaper. Um, they have one model that is just completely static, so that you sit it, it you point it at something, and, and then plug it in, and it's communicating over Wi-Fi, and that's what it's looking at the whole time. There's another model that uh, spend I think it's ten dollars more, and you can control it remotely, so it can pan around the room and and you change what what it is you're looking looking at. Um, and the third model is a, a an outdoor cam that, frankly, I've used as much indoors as outdoors, simply because it has a battery with it. It is not something that you can pay in, but you can take it and sit it somewhere even temporarily and it will watch that area for you. And I found, I found this very useful, especially, you know, if I'm going out for the uh, away for the weekend or something, and there's an area that I want to especially monitor in my house, um, like the basement where, you know, make sure there are no water leaks or anything. Cause I don't have a water sensor yet um, or moisture sensor. Um, it's, it's great with that. The battery lasts a, a ridiculously long time. I think the advertise it's three months, and it obviously depends on how much you actually turn the camera on to watch whatever it is that you're watching. But there's some there's some there's some other great surveillance cameras out there. But this these are really really good. In fact, I have a couple pointing out different windows of my house um, to see what's going on outside, especially if there's not easy visibility to those parts of the house. And you know I don't know how the neighbors feel about that, but hey, I'm not worried about them. I'm more worried about me and so that way I know what's what's happening at any given moment. But yeah, wise cams are a, something that are really very, very useful and very, very affordable. In fact, I think I think the the most expensive one even comes in under Brett's remote. So you know that's how affordable they are. Anybody have wisecams or, or okay. Not concerned with security?
3: We live in such a low crime area that it almost feels (sighs) like the only reason I would get a security camera is to see what our pets do when we're gone. Yeah. Which Uh I mean, yes, I'm curious, but (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you though?
2: Also you (laughs) were from home. Like almost always somebody's here.
0: Yeah, well, I have I have friends that have done that. You know, they bought this the camera specifically so they could see what their pets were up to when they were away, and to make sure that you know if they were gone for any kind of protracted period of time, sure there are people coming in to check on them. But that way they could look in on them. Um, so, but like what she if?
3: said, I work from home, so really it would just be me checking in from the basement to see what the cats are doing upstairs.
0: Yeah, but Al, maybe you need a camera Great to check pick, on though.
3: Him. Great pick. Don't listen to me.
0: Yeah. yeah. But Al, but maybe you need one to uh, watch him and make sure he's doing what he should be doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No doubt.
0: <time. laughs> okay. Well, that was a yeah. diverse first round. Um, I yeah. like it. I like it. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Quip. Better oral health made simple. Visit getquip.com slash Mac Voices. To get your first refill free. Between small talk at the company holiday party and enjoying all the holiday treats, your mouth does a lot at this time of year. Gifted better oral care with Quip, makers of the award-winning electric toothbrush. And when you save up to 40% on holiday bundles, it's also a gift for your wallet. Quip is loved by over 7 million mouths and the humans associated with them. That's because Quip is superior oral care. Time sonic vibrations and 30-second pulses Make sure you are getting a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. And Quip is lightweight and sleek for adults and kids, so no wires or bulky chargers to deal with. And that makes traveling with Quip perfect, since it comes with a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount, so there's less clutter. All that and more. And if you go to getquip.com macvoices right now, on top of their holiday savings, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free and up to 40% off bundles at getquip.com slash macvoices. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash macvoices. Quip, the good habits company. Thanks to Quip for their support of Mac Voices. Charles, what are you going to do for us for round two?
1: You know, I had something. There are four rounds, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, that's correct. Okay. I, I had something in mind for round two, but its I'll, I'll let someone else pick it because I'm 99.9% sure that by the time this thing's done, someone will pick it. And instead, I'm actually going to parlay off what you just said, what both of you just said. And I'm going to say the Pet Cube Bites 2, which is a Wi-Fi pet camera that throws treats to the animals when you're gone. Um, because Ow. I know that my dog and cats would very much like it if I did this more often. And yet, I like my dog enough to do that and not my cats. So it doesn't happen that often. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 it would be the opposite in our house. Our cats would get all the treats.
2: Um, oh,
1: that's the problem. From the me. From go. me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: treat Lulu as well. <laughs> like the cats are going to be fine no matter what. It's Lulu that we worry
3: about. Now you've caused marital strife for us.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm afraid of the emails I'm going to get because Charles sounds like he's discriminating against cats, which
1: I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be clear, one hundred percent. I don't want to re- leave it. Any room for uh, (laughs) misconstruing what I'm saying. I hate my cats. No, I'm kidding. I don't hate them. (laughs) I do like the dog more, though. There's definitely favoritism going on. (laughs) And Charles, could you please? Sometimes I like the kid more, but not always.
0: (laughs) Oh, jeez. Charles, could you please give us your email address and folks direct your emails to <laughs> Charles and not me? Um, I just, I just no. invited him. I had no idea what he was going to say. So.
3: It, I think it's CatHater99 at uh,
0: Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. yeah. uh, and if you send email to any Hotmail address, you're going to get a lot of spam in return. Thus, all the cat lovers get what they deserve.
0: Oh jeez! Oh my god!
3: <laughs> this got incendiary fast. <laughs> right.
0: My next pick I is do going love to love my cats. My next you know. pa- cat pick is going to be a shovel, just to hand to Charles so he can just dig himself deeper. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Wow! <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, um, El, can can you get me out of this, please? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can. I. <laughs> however, I do just want like to clarify because we were teaming up, and I think Brett and I could do four each. But just so I can emotionally prepare for winging it for the next two, are we now doing four each a piece? Yes. <laughs> Is that what's happening? That's,
0: that's what's happening.
2: Okay. Cool.
0: You heard it Things here first. Folks. Weird. Yeah, you heard it here first. First one of our guests needs to emotionally prepare to give her picks. So
2: <laughs> Well to, to be, never mind. Okay. So this pick that needs no emotion, no emotional preparation. Um so it's called the Maker's Canvas Backpack. I'm on a bag kick, apparently, you know, and it's so pretty, right? But it's, and we can't get this set up very well. It's got like so many perfect little things. It holds my MacBook Air in here. It holds all of those other bags I told you about. It's got a pocket for my cord. And another pocket for my mouse. So, and it's just, it. it's made of wax canvas. And it feels really nice. It looks really nice. It's just a classy backpack. If someone happens to also be a knitter and crocheter, then it's got this cute, like, yarn feeder that's a mm. part of it. If they're not if they're not there's they still, won't still be offended awesome they'll just wonder what that thing is for but yeah especially if you have like a nerd that's also a knitter in your life they would love this
3: i am a nerd who is also not a knitter and i think it's an amazing bag it's awesome
0: so so you call it a maker's um canvas is that the brand or is that
2: yeah yeah it's by a Q. the company is deli q and i actually have a little post-it note so i don't mix up because the last one was blue q i don't know what the deal is with all the q's but
3: it's not a it's not a q on thing though
0: oh god no (laughs) Yep, there's another email trigger, boy.
2: Yeah, uh, here we go.
0: Here we go. So I heard about this bag on
3: 8chan.
2: No, yeah. no, no.
1: Or 16chan nope. or whatever they're yeah. up to now.
0: Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, seriously, I love when people pick bags because bags are a, a very personal thing, depending on what gear you you carry. And what you want out of your bag. And so the fact that you're a knitter, Al, is, you know, that... I didn't know there was such a thing as a built-in... What did you call it? Yarn feeder? In a bag, so...
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel
1: like that could be used for a USB cable feeder, if you're an a lander
2: to- <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, the little places where I'm sure... If I was going to be used, if I was also carrying my project to work, which I do, would hold, like, some knitting needles, would also hold pens.
3: Or headphone cables.
2: Yeah. It could feed lots of things.
0: And it, from what I could see, it doesn't look like a, um, it doesn't look like a a computer bag. So it looks more like something you would just, you know, throw over your shoulder for a weekend or something.
2: Right. It's a yeah it's a good size and actually we didn't i i don't know if it holds the pro because i didn't put oh i'm sure it does brett is sure it does so you you have it you have it here first yeah 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 Yeah, no it's just it's it's honestly probably the nicest backpack type maybe not the only nice bag i own but it's the nicest backpack i've had in a while just because yeah Oh, one more thing, I then we can be canvas. fun I, it's canvas. Yeah, I also love that you can just pick it up by the handles instead of always having to throw it over one shoulder.
0: Yeah. Well, and again, it looks like it's well made too. So that's, yeah, you know, that's that's yeah. definitely important. Okay. Yeah. Good. Nice pick, Brett. Round two.
3: All right, I am gonna. I'm going to get my book pick out of the way. Um, have you ever read The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, the graphic novel? So that's that's my overarching pick, but the reason I bring it up is because uh, they just released on Audible the audio version of the graphic novel Sandman. And you, you think... How are you going to turn a graphic novel into an audiobook? They nailed it. It is so good. Book one and two are out, and it's a full cast read with like Kat Dennings and BB, what's her name, who played Frasier's ex wife. Uh, I forget her name off, off the top of my head, but like they have uh, James McAvoy does the voice of Morpheus through the whole thing, and it is the way they use like spatial audio to kind of you can picture as you're hearing it, you can picture the frames in your mind and see where the bubbles come in and like you can see the the imagery. It's just amazing. And it's not like they're describing the graphics in any way. It's just the dialogue that is in the book uh, just done in a way that creates pictures in your mind and it's an amazing way to drift off to sleep at night not that it's boring i just always listen to audiobooks when i'm falling asleep
0: do you find that it it changes your feeling about the original work brett or is it supplemented or is it just create I a, it's, a different set of imagery it's it's really different like
3: <clears throat> i i did the i did the same thing with the graveyard book by neil gaiman uh which was originally a graphic novel and then a, a mini novel, and then it came out as an audiobook, and the audiobook again was a full cast read and after I listened to the audiobook, I went back and read the graphic novel again. and they definitely like it's it's just different ways to absorb the same story, but they they both exist independently of each other. I think they both add something to the story though
0: mm, okay. I've, I've, I mean, I enjoyed the graphic novel. I'm intrigued to see what, what, how it might change my perception, I guess, of that um, by listening to the audiobook.
3: It's, it's, it's a good time.
0: You don't, this is unfair. I'm sorry, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you know if Neil Gaiman himself narrates it or do they have? Yes. Uh, he yes, does? he does. Cool. Cool. Okay. Okay. Well, there goes more money for me. Um, <laughs> these gift cards always end up costing me money.
1: I was going to, you, you must spend so much with all the good ideas. You're like, Oh, I need that. I need that. I need that.
0: Yeah. Well, I tried, but I try to get back at folks too by costing them money. So
2: yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that seems only fair. You,
2: you just need <laughs> to exchange gifts with more people or get more people to give to you and watch this show. So that you can just comment on all of the things you want.
0: Okay, well that that sounds like a, a perfect advertisement. Friends, tell tell other friends to come <laughs> and watch this show. And so we'll, we'll all just spend money. That's that's part of yeah. the deal. Fuel the um, economy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not hard to understand. Um. So picking from my um, picking from my. That doesn't sound right. Okay. I don't think this... No, I know this hasn't been picked yet. Um, There's so much discussion right now coming out of Facebook um, and other places, not just Facebook, and and NVIDIA, I think also, about the metaverse, about the omniverse, and what it's going to be like, and how wonderful it's going to be, and all that. And so I'm going to suggest that maybe you go back to where it all sort of started. Um, And you can argue about where it started. Uh, I think whether it was um, uh, William Gibson's Neuromancer, but the one for me that really stood out as far as the, a metaverse concept and sort of seeing it in action, if you will, is uh, is Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash. And I would tell anyone, you know, don't don't look at the copyright notice, okay? That has nothing to do with with anything, you know, because it, the book is a little bit older. Um, but I don't think you'll find too many references that feel dated. And it will give you an idea of what a metaverse environment might be like and how it might be used. And just, it takes a little while for you to kind of get into it and figure it out. But once you do, I think it's, I mean, first of all, it's a great read. So, over and above that. But if you're interested in the metaverse thing, I think this is a a great place to start. And I saw Brett shaking his head, Charles shaking his head, so I, I gathered that you all would agree with that.
3: I just read Snow Crash again for the third time this year, and it, it holds up. Every bit of it holds up.
1: Yeah. I haven't read it since a uh, long time, um, but it is definitely one of my all time favorites. I mean, anything by him, even the, like, Reem D, De- wait, Reem D, De- like any of the.
3: Re- Ream- anything Ream De- by
1: him or Gibson. I- <laughs>
3: Um, fall Um, fall or dodge in hell is like the other stevenson book that i almost forgot about it's sterling and stevenson but yeah really because stevenson almost immediately after snow crash just went off in like other directions uh when he like difference engine and like he didn't sit on that on those laurels at all and just kept really pushing forward the idea of uh, futurist writing and did some amazing work
1: except that system in the world trilogy that was crazy where it's like 3000 page books you know where he's bouncing between different um different genres kind of um, I'm
3: going to admit that I don't know what you're talking about now I have to go look it up
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah 3000 pages later you're like wow that was something else.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I tried to get through that. Did you get through it, Charles?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Well, then He goes in some bizarre places in this world, but it changed certain aspects of my worldview, especially when it comes to, like, encryption and, yeah, it's, it, he just goes in so many weird places where you're like, wow, I hadn't thought of what... 17th or 18th century France must have been like during the age of revolutions or something you know (laughs) it's great for the history and if you enjoy reading books where sometimes you have to look up what's real and what's made up like um, some of the earlier Anne Rice books have some of this and there there are a few authors where you're like wow that's so believable did that happen and then when you look it up you're like holy crap that happened (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I loved that aspect of that trilogy, but definitely snow crash. And then in the beginning, the command line, you know, um, I, I mean, I think I was in college when that came out and it definitely shifted me away from the original 1984 style Mac and the original windows into more of a Unix background, which, you know, was kind of a, a good skill set to have when OS X came around.
0: Good to know. I've, yeah, you've. I mean, you. I feel encouraged to go back and check that out because the first time I tried to get through the first book and it just, I just couldn't quite do it. You know, so maybe they're I'll, big books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Our third holiday gift guide panel will be back in the next edition of Mac Voices to do rounds three and four of their picks for what you need to give and get this year. I hope you'll join us then. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices,